0: What's good, good people? Vets, let's talk. We got a special guest in front of the formation today, Lieutenant Jacob Morris. How you doing today? Oh, before we get started, like, share, and subscribe. HBO Special help a brother out. How you doing today, my brother?
1: I'm doing good, Don. Just that's, living life right now. So
0: that's outstanding, man. How the family doing?
1: They're good now that we're we're all together. Um, it's it's definitely going good life's moving forward so that's great
0: what, what like what's what state you um you're in right now
1: yeah so i'm in illinois i uh, came from fort benny georgia so but i'm back home in illinois i'm from from peoria so
0: born and raised in illinois
1: so uh bo- born uh, moved a, a bunch uh, maybe five times as a child so came back to end high school and then finished college and then off into the Army and then now I'm back so so do you do you go up to Chicago sometime yeah yeah I'm not I'm not too far so definitely okay. Chicago's a, a great place I'm other add, than what what you hear on the news but yeah
0: that, I grew up in Chicago so I'm gonna ask you a pizza question like <laughs> what's your favorite pizza uh Giordano's
1: yeah it's either okay. between <laughs> yeah i'd probably say giordano's
0: okay a lot of people say little Motties.
1: yeah they,
0: i don't know the crust is a little bit better but yeah yeah what's that i, I like all the sauce so okay good a, for me. a good old chicago hot dog oh let, yeah let's yeah. jump on into it man let me ask you a quick question why, why did you join the military yeah so
1: i joined the military you know just because got out of high school, you know, went where I was thought I was going to go played a little bit of soccer. Um, That didn't really work out. And, you know, I kind of wanted to do I was sitting around doing nothing really and wanted to do something bigger than myself. Um, You know, that's kind of a cliche answer. But, you know, that's really, really the truth. Um, I tried. I tried to uh, enlist a couple of times. Um, For some reason, I wasn't getting enlisted. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll try this ROTC program. And, you know, I want to get college. I'll be an officer. Um, actually I have a history, a military history, um, that I really didn't think about until I was sitting in a board, um, to get an ROTC scholarship. And they asked me the same question you asked me. And I was like, well, actually both my grandpas, they served in the army. My, uh, my dad's dad was the last of the army air corps before the air force. Um, was a thing and then uh my aunt and my uncle were both in the air force and then the air force was too easy for my aunt she said so she joined the <laughs> army after so
0: i don't think that's no it's not a i don't know why people say that hey that's kind of a cheesy a cliche ass i mean yeah. the reasons you joined it might be kind of cheesy to some but purpose for a lot of people it's it's purpose they don't know what's going on and they want some guidance Mm -hmm. so military Mm -hmm. helps a lot of people find out who they are at the end of the day if they can deal with it if they can't i mean you do pick up a lot of things from the military that help you drive on later on in life so let's jump into it real quick tell us a little bit about yourself in the military as far as like your job and how long you've been in
1: yeah so i you know Did ROTC program and started in 2016, commissioned um, at a Bradley University um, down in Peoria, um, commissioned in September and then got shipped right off to I-Bullock, which is the infantry officer um, basic leadership course um, at Fort Benning, Georgia. So infantry school um, went down there in October of 2019, spent about nine months there. I'm um, doing that, and then I went to um, Fort Polk, Louisiana, where I was a G man in Geronimo, first uh, in the 509th mm-hmm. um, Airborne Infantry Regiment um, down there, being the bad guys against all the JRTC rotational units that come in. Um, learned a lot there. Um, learned a lot where we lack as a military, um, and and be able to exploit that, which is pretty scary. Right, Um, but I was down there for about nine months and then got um, DA selected up to back to Fort Benning um, to be a infantry uh, platoon leader um, for OSIT Uh, at my time at Fort Polk I was a staff officer for a little bit and then I had a platoon for about six months Um, so that that was a really good learning experience and then transition back to Fort Benning for the enlisted soldiers that come through um, both their basic training and then their um infantry school so OSit one station unit training wow and then that's where you know that's kind of where I got out uh I blew out my knee a couple of times uh I had three ACL surgeries six meniscus surgeries um uh, and I'm only 27 so wow was was yeah. it the jumps um I bet they didn't help but uh, that's uh, kind of where where we ended up. So I uh, ended up, you know, no shame in it. You know, I got a med board, you know, and that kind of leaded to as soon as that word was dropped, the toxicity and the, the negativity surrounding that kind of kind of came out. So uh, definitely have some stories about that.
0: Okay. With that being said, it was a program that you was chasing, right? Could you tell us a little bit of something, something about that program? So a lot of people know, because like i would be perfectly honest, I had no idea this existed on my way mm-hmm. out. If I had known, I probably would have took advantage of it, but I didn't know Like, because a lot of people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Could you explain to us what it is? What it is?
1: Yeah. So for, and I guess it's been a thing for about I mean the CSP, which is like a career skills program um, that's ran out of the education centers on posts. Um, that's been around for, for a little bit. Um, but then the the DOD, the Department of Defense Skill Bridge Program, um, is another um, avenue. Um, instead of working for the CSP, which is kind of the same thing, but um the skill bridge is usually six months, and that can vary between um, you know, whatever internship you're doing or in my case, um, leadership. Um, but it's a, it's a great way for transitioning soldiers to, um, get a foothold. So when they get out, you know, they have a plan. Military is always talking, have a plan, have a plan, have a plan. Um, so, and it's a fantastic opportunity if in the keyword, if your leadership will let you do it. And in my case, I really had to fight for it. Um, and, you know, throughout social media and you know, just word of mouth, um it's it's a big if. So a lot of soldiers are getting stonewalled and stifled. Um, especially in positions where they're not really needed, you know, their position, there's like one in a dozen, you know, it's not a very hardcore position to have to refill. Right. Um, and it's just, you know, salty people doing salty things and I feel like it's a a big problem. So
0: so I take it that you had a lot of problems transitioning out of the military.
1: Yes, yes. Um, Thankfully, um, through my skill bridge program, um, ended up with the University of Chicago. Um, It's called the OMAC skill bridge program. It's the only one of its kind in the U.S. Hmm. Um, So it's ran out of what's called OMAC is Office um, of Affiliated uh, Military. Um, so it's it's the office of military affiliated community. So it's encompasses both transitioning you know, service members, but also caters to spouses and family members. Oh, wow. So um, they can take advantage and they're included in, in that program as well. Um, the director of that is uh, Dr. Terrell Odom. Um, fantastic, fantastic individual. He will help. Um, whoever, whenever they need it, and he just he knows the program. He knows the military. Um, he was a corpsman in the navy. Um, I think he got out as a sergeant, and now he's got three or four doctorate degrees, master's degrees. You know, just really thriving. Um, and a lot of people owe a lot um, to him, as well as the the other in the in the OMAC community. Um, so University of Chicago OMAC program, SkillBridge. DoD. You got to check it out. Um, there's a website. As soon as you put in OMAC, University of Chicago, O-M-A-C, um, it, it'll pop up.
0: So huh. That's that's a lot of good information. But what problems were you having with the leadership as far as getting into the program that you was trying to jump into?
1: Yeah. So, you know, like I said, it's always, you know, have a plan. Right. Well, I went right. to my leadership with the plan. My first line you know, supposedly supporting me. You know, I found out later from another uh, few officers in, in my company that they were talking behind my back to the battalion commander. So that really doesn't help. But um, so the issue was I had it all planned out, you know, had a mortgage. I mean, had a new house, first time home buyer trying to get that set up. I had all that set up. I had the internship set up. And, you know, the last step is getting that that OK. You right. Know. But I've had that verbal okay and through text and stuff saying that I would be able to do it, you know, months in advance. When it came down to it, boom, I got stonewalled.
0: Mm.
1: Almost as if, you know, I was getting discriminated against for being a medical board um, because I hadn't been in that long and I didn't deserve it. So here's a quote oh, wow. from my battalion commander at the time. Um, yeah, so the quote was, when I talked to him at first, um, I just got a no from my uh company commander. He said yes, he signed off on it, but the, the BC said no. So I'm like, okay, well, I want to talk with, I want to bring you the first sergeant, you know, I want to talk to the BC, you know, because I deserve to know, you know, what it is. So the first thing he tells me is bring your O R B. So your O R B is like the uh uh S R B track. Right. But for officers. So it tells you your accolades, you know, how long you've been in, how long you're supposed to be in, all that. Right. And he tells me, bring that. So I'm like, what does that have to do with, you know, you already know that I'm I'm getting out because of this reason, you know, and it's through no fault of my own. Um, and I had did all the the stuff through the education center to to get it all lined up. So he says, I don't think these internships are for people like you. And only for those who have served their time. The Army owes you nothing. Wow. He's, then he went on to say, you know, Army pay for your college, right? Four years. I said, I did the ROTC program, but it only paid for two and a half. You know, and it was only it was supposed to be two, but I earned that extra half a year, you know, through my schooling and, and stuff that I did for the program. Um. So. I tell him that and he just. You know, he basically said, nope, that's just, you know, that might not how not that may not be how it's supposed to be. But that's how I see it. So I'm thinking, OK, well, for one, that's not professionalism. You're letting a internal thought. In perspective, yeah. you know, stop you from being a good leader,
0: his preference. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, So. At that point, I didn't know what to do. You know, I was closing on a house at you know, in July you know, this was like in June that I was trying to get that, the the sign off. Um, So I'm just like, okay. So I start trying to figure it out. So then I try to go and I'm like, okay, well maybe it's, it's six months, you know, maybe that's his issue. It's just too long, which I know it's, I really know what the issue was, but so I came back to him. I said, sir, you know, here's this Milper message about the DOD Skillbridge program, you know, because a lot of commanders were saying oh it's too long so now we're going to try to make it four months so i'm like here's this milper's message you know it says this about at-risk soldiers there so it's a list of soldiers in the first contract under the age of 21 um, anyone separating from the army you know sooner than you know they expected blah 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 so i would fit in that category and i told him and he's like He said, oh, well, you're not at risk. So I read it to him and he didn't like that. He's like, oh, I can read. And I'm thinking, well, uh, not too sure about that, but I'll keep my mouth shut. Um, And I just told him, I said, you're always preaching. Have a plan. Now, I have a set up plan. And this is my, you know, this is my future. Right. It may not be the end all be all, but I have a plan and it's, you know, it's a solid one. And he goes, well, You know, people have abused this program, and that's another excuse that you hear a lot, is people have abused this program, blah, 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 which they have. Right. You know, some people go have a fake company or whatever, their friend's company, yada, yada, yada. Well, this was a legitimate program with a legitimate director with a prestigious university, you know, for one. And so there's no, you know, cutting under the rug about it. This is legit. Well, he still said basically kick rocks. So now I'm thinking, you know, what do I do? You know, I know that. And he would not sign the paper on the paper. You have to sign it, you know, disapprove and you have to give a reason. And I'm thinking to myself, well, he can't say what he said. You know, what's he going to say? What's that reason? So he kept trying to deny it, deny it, deny it, not not sign anything. I said, okay, well, I would like to talk to the brigade commander. Right. Well, you know, open using the open the open door policies there, but using it, you know, is not really good. Well, he stonewalled me. He he said that, oh, I'm setting up one. I'm setting up an appointment. Nothing for two weeks. Right. And then basically I just happened to run into him and I asked him, he said, oh, he said no. And I said, what do you mean? He said no. The B.C. said he was going to, you know, do the four months. Right. Or let me retract a little bit. So he said no to the four months. He stonewalled me from talking to the brigade commander. Then I went back and I'm like, OK, well, I'm going to all I got left is 60 days. I asked the intern, the internship director, can I do 60 days? Like. This is just crazy that they're not letting me do anything. So he said, OK, yeah, we can do 60 days. So I go back and BC's like, OK, you can do 60 days, Lieutenant Morris. And I said, OK. Um, Got that in writing on emails and, and text, but um, nothing on the actual paper because still, because it was outside of a 50-mile radius, the brigade commander had to sign off on it. Right. No matter the days, right? Um, so another two weeks go by. So I'm like a week and a half, almost two weeks from having to go and close on this house. Um, and he said when i ran into him nope he said no i said what do you mean he said no sir if the company commander and you approve you know are approving it why would he not approve it then it get he just said just cuz he would not give me an answer right so then i you know frustrated of course i'm like well the only thing i got to do right now is you know go to ig there's nothing else i can do you know i've i've talked to him civilly whatever right so i go to ig um, and I think I should have known right at first, I ended up talking to a service member, not a civilian infantry, you oh, know, and he kind of, you know, coerced me. He's like, well, you can fill out this, this form. And, but if we can't contact your, your command about it, well, you know, how are we supposed to do anything? So I'm like, okay, well, I know I can do an anonymous thing, but whatever. So I d- I did it. And he said, uh. The, this will go to the uh, sergeant major and, and he'll get back to you probably, you know, by Wednesday because it was a four day. It just had to be happened to be one. I said, OK. That same day and I didn't check my email till, you know, Tuesday because it was a four day and he's like. He texted me, you know, we reached out to yada, 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 and. Yeah, there's nothing else really we can do to for it because it's really the commander's discretion. And I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't even follow through your procedures that she said that you were going to do. Oh, wow. You reached directly out to him. you know. So now he knows that I you know, put in a complaint again. Mind you, this BC is about the PCS in about three weeks and the brigade commander. <laughs> so um, I went back and still got denied. Then I told him, I said, you still need to sign this paper, sir. So he signs it and he says, on the disapprove, it's not the best entrance for the unit, for Lieutenant Morris, to um, participate in the skill bridge program outside of the 50 mile radius. So I'm like, what's it matter if I'm outside or I'm inside? I'm still not going to be doing anything. So I thought, well, doing anything other than the internship. (laughs) So I come back to the to Dr. Terrell and I, or Dr. Odom and I'm like, this is this is the deal. And he said, Well, what if we make it remote? If he said the only reason is outside of the 50 mile radius, then I can make it remote for you. Bless it. I said, okay, this is our last shot. You know, I've done this and I went that and I went in and uh the company commander had, was on maternity leave too so it all the timing was just horrible so i was working with an xo who didn't want to do anything um and then the first sergeant you know he's whatever and i come in i talked to them because they were like they sat me down before once the second note was handed and they're like okay well we want to be able to make sure that you know with the time you have here left you know that it sucks but it is what it is and i'm thinking you know it's not it is what it is like this is blatant
0: You know, you can say bullshit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's the same old bullshit. And he's like, okay. so I said, yeah, I can do this, whatever. And then I came back after and I said, okay, well, what if it's the remote, blah, 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 blah. My first sergeant takes his keyboard and slams it on the thing on the desk. Boom. And he starts freaking out like, oh, I'm so sick of playing the middleman, blah, 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 blah. I'm just looking at him like, you're stupid, dude. Like you're 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 at one of the highest levels. Well, you know, higher levels. You're Mm -hmm. supposed to be setting an example and you have myself and then another, you know, officer sitting here, you know, you're just making yourself look dumb. And then he's like, yeah, I'll do it, blah, 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 but yada, yada. So I'm like, okay. So we went and then eventually that one got signed off on because they had no legs to stand on, right? If you said it's because of this, well, now we have a remote. So I got that here's the other part of the story so i ended up living in like a camper thing in the back of my truck for oh, two and a man. half months while i did this internship well two months um because i had to give up my, my house on post
0: right you know
1: help that bah whatever to mortgage and, and everything like that so right. um luckily i had a fantastic neighbor that you know i just parked in his driveway uses electricity you know whatever but i was separated from my from my wife and and my son who was going to turn one over the course of this internship and that's a big you know that's a big birthday right and i realize some people will say oh well you know we went nine months 18 months deployment without see it
0: yeah but i didn't want to though
1: yeah exactly (laughs) you know and this is a different situation this is a that's a deployment this is someone saying no to an internship that you know should just be an easy okay and i was in a position You know, we're hurting for recruiting, right? So there was no one coming through OSIT. There was no one coming through infantry school anyway. We weren't doing anything. Right. You know? So it it was just super frustrating. And, you know, at the end of the day, I I did the internship. And then I, you know, exactly pretty much at the end of the internship, that's when I got my orders and and I was able to transition. But um, it was just. It was super frustrating because as I was talking to my peblo, which is kind of like a liaison officer yeah, for um, for transition out for med boards and stuff like that, um, she's like, yeah, it seems like a big issue that, you know, a lot of my soldiers are saying that they're getting denied CSP and skill bridge, you know, and when I asked IG, I said, you know, how many complaints have you got about this? And they're like, oh, only a couple on a handful. And I'm thinking... No, that's just not adding up.
0: Wow, you know. So, man, I'm sorry you had to go through that, man. But I, hey, I'm gonna say I'm proud of you for not laying on your back on it. Like you got something from these guys. I mean, a person's belief system on what they should do with their life. Hey, once you wear that other shoe, it's kind of different. It's kind of mm-hmm. different. I mean, I've been through not. The situation that you've been through, but I've had leadership problems on my way out, and I wanted to stay in. I wasn't a bad soldier, but I had an NCO that kind of helped me transition out. It was kind of like do this or do that, so I wasn't allowed mm-hmm. the military to force my hand on some things. But I'm I am super proud of you for not, because most soldiers like well, because like <laughs> how I met you was from a post dealing with the, with a, with a similar problem, Yep. and he wanted to do the interview but I was like maybe we shouldn't do the interview because you're still in and you're a specialist and that might hurt you more than anything yeah. else because they might just stick it to you big time oh so,
1: yeah like so. even when I was doing the even when I was doing the uh, internship right I'm not supposed to do any duties they made me and this is the worst they made me do battalion staff duty mm-hmm. multiple times on four day weekends so that the other people in the company wouldn't have to do it and when I talked about it, and I said something about it, they said, "Oh, well, we can cancel your internship at any time." So they were using coercion with me during that whole thing. Oh, wow! So you have, you know, you have coercion, you have, you know, I guess bullying. How you know the army says it too, you know, um, and then discrimination. Like there was EO, like all this stuff I I could have put, but you know, when I saw that the IG who's supposed to be there, that system failed me. No, nah, I wasn't going to try anything else because um, Fort Benning, you know, was having issues with their, um, you know, post commander, and there was a—I don't know if you heard—there was a a chaplain who kind of, you know, wrote a note and and everything, and then he he ended up. They were trying to get him into a a forced. Um, psychology of evaluation, all this stuff. They were keeping him off of post They were. Oh wow! And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I can't, you know, I can't do any of that. That's just, I don't know. So if, like you're saying, and for the specialist, they yeah, could treat man. him a lot worse. If they're treating a oh, captain right. like this, then yeah. you know what can they do to an E four? Oh my god! Yeah, you know?
0: <laughs> I can just imagine. So, like, and he just told me he's not going to do anything. He's not going to go to legal. And I, I couldn't advise him, but all I could just tell him, just don't give up. Like, yeah. Just don't give up.
1: Just I mean, legal stuff. legal might be his best bet. Right. You know, the education center is not going to do anything. Um IG, depending on who it is, you know, the EO office, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's very scary that we have those systems in place. Right. And, and they'll fail or you know, not do the right thing. And those are the people who are supposed to be there to do
0: the right thing. All right? Leadership is you're supposed to be there for the people. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to back the person that you're trying to groom and into and, and being a better person is not, mm-hmm. it's, it's about the soldierism. I, yes. That's yeah. I'm in the army. I'm in the military. I'm fighting for my country, but there's things that I have to do to prepare myself just in case. Like, and, 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 and it, it can't be nothing of my fault. Mm-hmm. So for you leaders out there that's listening, it's not up to you to dictate how an individual lives their life after the military. It's mm-hmm. got that individual into a right safe place. So they can do what they need to do to survive. If people got kids, you got kids. Just think of yourself. If I were in this person's shoes, mm-hmm. How would I think and where would I be? Don't think of how long you've been in. Let's, let's think of what this guy's going through at the moment. What advice would you have for someone transitioning out of the military?
1: Yeah, so my biggest advice, and, and you kind of said it too, is just, you know, don't give up, right? If you If you have something that you want to do, you know, try to use the avenues that are there. Always maintain respect, you know, as you're getting out. You know, you're not out yet unfortunately, you're respecting the rank, not the person. Um, and, it, I know it's hard, but you know you you just gotta keep going and then try to create awareness. You know, hopefully what we're doing, you know we'll'll we'll continue to to create awareness um, for the issues that are there. um but uh, just just don't give up. That's uh, I have to agree with you on that. And just perseverance is is definitely key um because after the military, you know, if you don't have anything, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, they end up going back, you know, and if if you got out for a, a reason with toxic leadership or something, you know, bad happened to you, why would you want to go back to to, to mm-hmm. something like that? There's great people in the military, great leaders. When I was in my ROTC program and my my bullock instructors, amazing leaders, you know, that's who you want to be. But then when you get up and, and I feel like it's these higher, you know, you know, higher uh
0: you could say dickheads.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, these BCs, these Italian commanders think they're God, and they're not. That sucks. You know, and, sucks. and and for the enlisted soldiers, too, it's just a lot of times you just have bad leadership. Man. And how these people get into these positions, I do not know. But.
0: Oh, that man. Yeah. I'd like to say thank you to uh, Sergeant First Class Shannon Ward for helping me in my transition. Hey, I got a quote for you guys I'm about to close out here. But well, first off, before I close out, man, thank you for your service. Thank you for what you did. Thank you for not laying on your back on things. Thank your wife for her service too, because oh yeah, she, wife, she was right there she, with she she was a trooper. They always got your back. Hey, I got a quote. From MLK, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. Never be quiet about the things you love. Always go for what matters. Best, let's talk. Who's up next for formation? Out.